Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show. You are in a, a call Square Gators, the racing segment. And as always, gamble responsibly on this Saturday morning. Of course, Caulfield, like I said, Guinea's Day today. Randwick's got the Everest. Vic Cup at Melton tonight. Dan Hibbard's calling at the Meadows as well. A lot to talk about off the back of Dan Hibbard calling the Bendigo Cup last night where the favourite won. Welcome, Dan. Morning stats, yes, uh, big night there at Bendigo last night, it was a great race, the Cup, and uh, we might have unearthed a, uh, a real top liner in Alpha Zulu winning the Cup last night, so uh, yeah, brilliant night, uh, some really good racing across the card, and uh, it just sort of flows into the gallops and the trots and everything else today with uh, all the big races all across the countryside. Yeah, Shepparton's on this morning as well at the Dogs. is about midway through their meeting there. And yep. you're at the Meadows this evening. Yeah, at the Meadows this evening. So just a uh, pretty well stock standard Saturday night card. But there's a couple of nice ones going around early. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But, uh, yeah, starting to starting to build in uh, in Victoria for the uh, all the bigger races. Uh, in Well, in all three codes. We've obviously got some big ones in the trots tonight. But... Uh, this is the time of uh, time of year you love in this state because uh, all the good races are starting to flow through. Well, locally, the Seymour Cup's on the horizon that Sunday week. Unfortunately, Tatura got caught off yesterday. And look, even we've got like today in the Gallops world as well, and I didn't even mention it, but uh, heading into the sponsors break, we've got the Menangatang Cup, the Hamilton Cup, uh, the Pinka Pinka was raced at Cranbourne last night, a 30 to 1 shot winning that. So a lot of big racing going on currently. Uh, there is, and it's uh, you know, it's, and it's great to see. You do sometimes wonder if uh, uh, the racing, uh, the the stock that's available, is stretched to its uh, absolute limits. But we seem to be going okay at the moment uh, with the, the depth wise. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's a busy time. Uh, it is the best time of the year for the for the racing and Victoria Cup on Racing dot com tonight on uh, and that's 68. and that's the other big thing too is that uh, with the the harness we get the coverage on that free to air channel tonight so it's going to be uh, I'll be uh, obviously at the meadows but I'll have uh, one of the tellies on dot com just uh, sitting back and uh, viewing from afar but looking forward to that car tonight really good uh, meeting there um, they'd be pretty pleased with uh, what they've been able to uh, dish up tonight. We'll have a look at the week that was locally and then we'll go to a sponsor's break and get into some tipping, Dan. Yeah, well, we're going to have a, a bit of time to do the tipping because there wasn't a great deal across the week that was. There was only the one meeting at Shepparton uh, in this part of the world and there wasn't a great deal of uh, local flavour uh, across the rest of the week, which is a touch unusual, but just the nature of the beast, I suppose. So we go back to Tuesday night at uh, Shepparton. Pete Mitchell... Uh, won the first for Mick Carbone and Jack Law. Led, took a trail, then got the sprint lane and was able to drive through and win. It was a good effort to score. Uh, beats its take love and Guy's Better Bet. And I think Guy's Better Bet came out and won uh, last night at Bendigo. So it's uh, franked that form a little bit. So 2 minutes point eight the mile right there for Pete Mitchell. Lethal Lover got a deserved win for Susan Hunter and James Herbertson. Uh, was much too strong. Uh, an easy victory in the end. 159.8 was the mile rate there, was $1.45, was expected to win, and she did. Third race was won by the Chook 
for Taylor Fellows. Alex Ashwood in the card, a dollar eighty favourite. Two three point one the mile rate there. Uh, got to uh, s- settle in the running line. Pulled out three wide and was just too strong at the back end. So uh, good performance there from the Chook. Bella Dancer won the two year old as a very short price favourite, and uh, it uh, well, you, it was expected to win. I think based on its run uh, the week before when it made a mistake. Uh, and still ran second. Uh, got uh, things every all the uh, got uh, uh, got things right there last uh, week, and was able to sit park and be too good. So a good win there to Bella Danza in the two year old. Uh, they went one fifty nine the mile right there. Norm's Lady won the fifth. This was uh, for Chris Finocio, able to get up on the sprint lane and drive through to score. Went fifty eight point three. Beat New Yorker and Cashflow Cassie, the favourite Franco novelist was uh, beaten down the track. Race six, the Alabar pace was won by our Princess Di, David Miles. Uh, did a fair bit of work early, but got to the lead eventually. 156.7, it was a tough effort, beating a piece of loo and feel the night. Berries and Cherries won the Trotters Handicap for Donna Castles. Uh, 15 bucks it paid. Uh, worked to the lead. 210 was the mile rate there, so it wasn't awful overly quick, but admittedly it was over the long trip, so the 2700 probably sorted a few of those uh, a few of those trotters out because they don't generally go over that long trip, but uh, it is good to see them run uh, run it. Uh, Miss Francine ran second, and Kai Valley Heist was third, so Berries and Sherry's getting the win there. Uh, Luella won the eighth for Julie Miss, Julian Aussie Miss, $9, got up on the sprint lane from three, the pegs to win, 158 was the mile rate there, uh, Pablo Rocks was the winner of the last, the three-year-old maiden for Chris Finozio, a double for him, 21.6 the mile rate there, narrow victory over the vice president and Taliska Skipper, so that was the card at Shepparton, the only other winner that I found uh, across the week was uh, at Melton. On the Wednesday, this was in the uh, this 1,200 metre race. So the first uh, half of the card there at Melton on Wednesday was the uh, 1,200 metre races, so the one-lap dash. She's Elite was a 20-to-1 pop winner for John and Matt Newbury. Um, the good effort by the eight-year-old mare. She probably is more suited to that sort of uh, distance. She um, prefers the shorter trips uh, as a rule, the the mile and the 1,700-odd the metres. Um, and she got a 1,200-metre race last uh, last time out. Uh, had to be driven cautiously from the wide draw, but uh, they went hard enough. They went 27 the first split, uh, and then 30.1 off the back was able to sweep around and get the win. So uh, a good effort there for She's Elite, another win on the board for that 8-year-old mare. 1,200-metre um, races, they're interesting. I, I'm not sure whether I like them or not, but um, they do tend to be a little bit more... Um, uh, a little bit more palatable given that uh, they can win from the back. If they do go hard enough in that first 500 metres or 600 metres, it does leave them a little bit uh, vulnerable at the back end and uh, because you can't, they just can't run 1,200 flat knacker um, and expect to get away with it. So uh, it, in that lower class, they are some uh, tricky races, particularly if there's speed on. So um, there's going to be a few more of those, I would say, across the uh, across the next uh, little while as well. So they seem to be good turnover races. Whether they're the right fit for harness racing, not sure. But at the moment, turnovers uh, proving reasonably positive on those races. But that was the week that was a pretty skinny week. But uh, I guess in a way, it's uh, it's a good thing because it gives us enough time to cover everything that's going on uh, today with the uh, racing across the country stats.
we'll not. What we'll do, uh, Dan, we'll go to our sponsors break. Come out the other side and uh, have a look at some uh, winners. Of course, always gamble responsibly. The Marupna Golf Club, home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range, and it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value for money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep, Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club. One of them sponsor. Let Merit Funeral Services take the stress out of your funeral arrangements. Whether you're looking to prepay a funeral, arrange a bond or pre-arrange a complete funeral, Merit Funeral Services are just a phone call away. They can even come direct to you anywhere across the region to help walk you through the process each and every step of the way. With more than 40 years industry experience, expect nothing less than service and advice that exceeds your expectations. Let Merit Funeral Services take care of everything. Phone 58251651. 1FM sponsor. Do you need it knocked over or smashed up? Keith McRae Demolitions are your demolition and environmental cleanup specialists. Equipped with EPA trucks and a mobile concrete crusher. They're also licensed asbestos removalists. Call into their yard where they stock a huge range of secondhand timber, steel, aluminium windows, all at super secondhand prices. Call Crowbar Demolitions today on 58299413. Sponsors of 1FM. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one stop for all your sports news. And it's your one stop where you hopefully find a winner as well. Always gamble responsibly, of course, on this Saturday morning. What a big day of racing. We've got the Guineas at Caulfield. We've got the Everest at, uh, of course, Randwick today. We've also got the big card at Melton, which we're about to look at now. Of course, the Oaks, the Derby, the Victoria Cup uh, final with Leap to Fame. Dan. Your charter is the finders a winner. Well, we did all right last week too. I think I tipped Gold Trip at about twenty odd to one. So yeah, my sister was on we, it. We uh, we didn't we couldn't be complaining about how well we did last week. So um, I was actually uh, obviously tied up with uh, uh, marital. I was going to ask you, and it was last... remi- it was remiss of me. What's it like a week in? Oh no, going very well. Billies. Very going very well. So um, it was. Uh, a beautiful day that yeah we got really lucky with the weather there last week so uh, absolutely brilliant and uh, yeah it was a great day and uh, even more uh, pleasant to see Gold Trip win there and hopefully the listeners might have followed us in there um, so it's Victoria Cup night at uh, Melton tonight uh, a ripping card um, really top class racing you can get to watch it on uh, racing.com as we've mentioned so uh, well worth sitting back and watching the uh, the uh, the best race of the year in uh, Victoria for the open class horses over the middle trip. Uh, the multi tonight, we're uh, going to go race... Uh, I'm not reinventing the wheel anything here, but race two, number 10, Ladies in Red. Now, she's first up, and she's obviously coming back from uh, an, an injury. Um, it's been 11 months since she's raced. Her last um, run was, uh, well, near enough to... Uh, uh, well, 11 months, yeah, it is. Uh, 19th of November was the last run in the Breeders' Crown where she won as a four-year-old mare. Uh, before that, she'd uh, won the Queen of the Pacific and uh, the Angelique Club Cup. And she actually ran second in this race, the Make Mine Cullen, uh, at this time last year behind Tough Tilly. She's first up, but she's racing against pretty much all her stable mates. 
it's a crazy field. There's 10 in it, and eight of them are trained by Emma Stewart. Uh, the only ones that aren't are Tay-Tay and Rakiro Rebel, who are both big odds. If she's anywhere near her best, she just wins this, I think, ladies in red. Tough Tilly's drawn right outside, but she's just not going as well as she has. Um, you, I just, you just know what you're going to get with the ladies in red, so I think she'll just be winning. So race two, number 10, is just, the first leg. The, the punters have snapped up the even money, haven't they? Yeah, Christ, could, could have got $2.30 yeah, earlier in the week. Yeah, she's been, uh, been well tried here, which is no surprise. Uh, she does attract a fair bit of uh, attention because of her uh, her record and who she is. The uh, second leg of the multi is uh, race four, number three, Rockin' with Attitude in the Trotters Oaks. Um, she's won all the, the big Group 1 Trotters features for the Phillies as a three-year-old, the Queensland and New South Wales Oaks and Derby. Um, and she got beat last start by She's Ruby Rubert. I think she can bounce back over the middle distance trip tonight. She's $2.50, which is a decent enough price about her. But uh, she's got the draw as opposed to her uh, second favourite in She's Bella, who's off the second row. So I think she'll win. So the multi tonight, hopefully we can land it. Race two, number 10, ladies in red, into race four, number three, rocking with attitude. And $3.97. Yeah, so it's not a bad little way to, uh, to make a little bit of extra coin to try and uh, land the quaddy tonight at uh, Melton on Victoria Cup night. The first leg is race five. It's the Bill Collins Trotters Sprint. I think there's only two chances in this race. Olivici's going extremely well. Uh, and Queen Alita is the other one who is going very well also. They are the top two uh, open-class trotters. We get to see RC Phoenix for the uh, the first time in a in a major race uh, of, of free-for-all class. Uh, it'll be his biggest test. Um, he's certainly going well enough, but uh, I just want to see him get run in this class for the first time. The other one you could probably can um, enter into is uh, Mufasa Metro, number four. He's got really good speed, so he might be challenging Olivici early on. But I sided with uh, one and eight, but... I reckon uh, if you wanted to go a little bit wider, you could probably throw RC Phoenix and Mufasa Metro in for the uh, for uh, a bit of insurance. Second leg is the Victoria Derby final. This is a ripping contest. Um, I've gone with four runners here. The numbers are 1, 7, 10 and 12. Captain Hammerhead for Dave Moran. I think you've just got to take it just because of the draw. If it gets a cosy trip, it might be able to uh, cause an upset. It is over the 2700, remember, so it's a long, long trip. The real Sherlock for Greg Sugars and Mark and Nathan Purden was brilliant in the heat. Uh, has had specking already. Outside the front row draws probably the only issue, but I don't think it'll matter too much. He'll probably work forward anyway. Petrarca's the obvious, uh, ripping uh, in ripping form, one four in a row, good in its heat. And I think you've got to include the Lost Storm. Is it a decent price for a horse that uh, has got fairly big wraps on him? And I think the barrier draw probably suits him a little bit because they might, uh, if they do have a bit of speed on, uh, we know what uh, sectionals he can unleash. So he might be better driven with a sit off uh, off the, that barrier uh, barrier twelve draw. So one seven ten twelve. I think they're the only four key hopes. They're the only ones under double figures near enough. Captain Hamadad's right on that mark. But the rest of them are at big odds, and I just couldn't see Could them. you just repeat those numbers, Dan? 1, 7, 10, and 12 in that second leg of the quality. Um, the third leg is the Victoria Cup. Cracking race. I think there's only three chances, and they've all drawn really well. 1, 4, and 5. Better Eclipse, Rock and Roll Do, and Leap to Fame. If the winner comes outside of those, um, it'll be, it would surprise me. 
Better Eclipse is just going to have a perfect draw. He's got so many options here, Greg Sugars, on what he does. I'm keen on Rock and Roll too because I reckon he might find the front. Um, Bulletproof Boys, probably the fly in the ointment. If he was able to cross Better Eclipse... I've got no doubt that he's going to hand up to Rock and Roll Do. He's got to go forward from Barrier 4. And the obvious danger is the champ Leap to Fame from Queensland, who's uh, been uh, somewhat of a monster in uh, in recent times. He has been beaten a couple of uh, times also, but he is a real racehorse. I don't think he's going to be able to get past Rock and Roll Do in the early stages, and he's going to have to do it tough. So, uh, But we know how tough he actually is. So I, I just think that those three are the best ones. I don't think anything else is going to try and want to come around and put the pressure on um, too far out from home. So the top three, I think, might get a decent enough run out in front. Um, And I think they'll be battling out the finish there in the Cup tonight. That's at eight minutes after nine. Last look at the quaddie is race number eight. And this is the Oaks, the trotters of the pacing Oaks for the Phillies. Numbers here are 1, 8 and 10. Uh, Sahara Breeze has got the perfect draw. Joyful's going to follow it, so I'd imagine it's going to get a cosy trip, particularly if Sahara Breeze leads. And the other one is Major Delight, who's been probably one of the benchmark fillies, has won 12 of her 13 starts. Uh, has to deal with the second row draw, but I don't think that's going to impact it too much. Uh, she's obviously the favourite for the race as well. So 1, 8 and 10, the last leg of the quad. So there's $72 uh, for 100% of the dividend. First leg, 1 and 8. Second leg, 1, 7, 10, 12. Third leg, 1, 4, 5. Last leg, 1, 8 and 10. But as I said, in that first leg, you could pro- potentially throw in th- uh, a 3RC Phoenix of 4 Mafasa Metro for a bit of insurance should things go awry for the favourite pair in the Bill Collins sprint. But those four legs of the quad are some of the best races of the, of the year at Melton. Uh, and really looking forward to watching them tonight. $10.13%. There you go. Bang on. No worries. We might go to the Meadows. You're calling there tonight off the back of calling it the Bendigo uh, Cup last night for the Greyhounds. Who do you like at the Meadows this evening? So there's a few. There's a couple that I like. My best uh, comes up pretty early in uh, in the night. It's race two, number eight, Aston Luciano. Now, it's probably into a rock-bottom price now. It was a bit... Uh, Closer to even money when I tipped it for my uh, selections to send through this morning. It's into a dollar fifty, but I think it's uh, got class on its side in this race. And it's going to be awfully hard to beat. So race two, number eight. If you're having a play, you can probably go race one, number five, Kane Bale. It's also going uh, extremely well, having only had two starts for two very impressive wins, including one last week. Uh, and the other one's in race three. So we get them out of the way pretty early. Race three, number one, Buddy Minnelli. Uh, he's won his last two, but his last start win was at Bendigo, and he beat a, a dog um, called Common Step, who came out and won last night at Bendigo. So that form's been franked, and I think the red draw will suit him down to the ground. So there's three of them there in the first three races, if you like. So race one, number eight. Race two, number... Uh, sorry, race race one, number five. Race two, number eight. And race three, number one, there at the Meadows tonight. So... I'm just trying to do it for an all-up, Dan, <laughs> so just bear with me there. That's so right. I've got it uh, $5.68 for the all-up. Yeah, up. so that's not a bad price, actually, because I think all, all three of them are going to be very hard to beat. A couple of odds-on ones there, but uh, they uh, they might be the, the ones to take in the, the first three there at the Meadows tonight. No worries, Dan. We might go horse racing now, hey? Let's do it. No worries. How about we go straight to Caulfield and the race they're all talking about, of course, the Guineas. Uh, which is race nine on the card. It's a 10-event program at Caulfield. Race nine is the Guineas. And they're all talking uh, race nine, number one, militarise up against uh, 
Race nine, number four, Sapati. What are your thoughts, Dan? Who wins it? Well, I, I mean, I've probably got a bit of a soft spot for Sapati because uh, he's owned by uh, a number of uh, people that I know over in uh, uh, over at Sanana, uh, close to home, my hometown of Donald. So uh, I wish them all very well. They've uh, been very, very fortunate to get one as good as him. He's had five starts, won the lot. And he's just raced... He's met the, uh, the challenge every time he's gone to the races. So... This is his biggest step, but a uh, biggest test. But look, if he's able to pull this off, um, there won't be enough beer in Sonata to uh, to uh, uh, th- uh, quench the thirst of the owners over there. Uh, look, he's going to be awfully hard to beat. But I have to agree with Militarised being the obvious danger coming off that brilliant win last time out um, at uh, at Rose Hill. Um, the other one, there's a couple in here that I, I that I'm sort of half keen on because of just listening to. Different uh, different channels on the radio. Wolfie's number 10's been well tried here. It's been 34s into 16s. Worked very well at, uh, at Caulfield during the week. Um, and has also, uh, there's a few tipping sites that are sort of suggesting he's going to be hard to beat. Now, he's obviously way up in class, but uh, it wouldn't, wouldn't be beyond the realms that he could pull this off. So just uh, maybe have a, a dollar... Uh, you know, maybe a dollar in, four dollars a place on Wolfie uh, as a saver, just in case uh, the favourites don't fire. But um, I like, I, I want the party to win, but um, I just don't know. It's be a big test for him this afternoon. Yeah, militarise, I think, will win it. And uh, the other one I like at a price is Sheelite, which yeah. is uh, race nine, number seven, who was in that blanket finish with the party. A uh, couple of uh, last run that they had, so I just like it at the price. So I'm primarily on Militarise, mm. and I'm on Sheelight. I can't let Little Bros not go around and not be on it. So I'm having a dollar at thirty five dollars. Oh, on you've Bros. got it. If he gets the right trip, he could certainly you know upset the upset them all here after, and he knows the track very well. So yeah, I have to agree with that. As yeah, well. I just I got to be on somewhere yeah. if 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 it gets up. So. I'm going to have militarised in my principal bet, something, uh, say, $5 on militarised and $2 on Sheelite and a dollar on Little Bros. Absolutely. Sounds good. So it's a bit of a three-way strategy there. And the, the, the last is the Turak. Yeah, the last is the Turak, the other group one. Is it Amelia Jewell and nobody else, or is it a bit more open than that? Oh, look, she's got a... As long as she hasn't been flattened from that run at uh, Mooney Valley in the stock stakes, obviously, where they broke the track record, but wouldn't suggest that uh, she uh, there's nothing to suggest that she that she would be uh, I think if she wins this look she's probably got the cox plate at a mercy um, if they decide to go that way I know there's talk about the golden eagle but you'd want the prestige of the cox plate wouldn't you rather than a golden eagle so I think uh, if she wins today she's going to be awfully hard to beat in the cox plate the the other one I think if you're going to have a play in that race I'd be putting a Cornella with pinstripe number four for uh, Enver Jusifovic, I think he's going extremely well. Um, Whitey Straw is probably no issue, but if he could be running on at the end, and it might be either a Cornella or Exacta with Amelia's Jewel for mine. Yeah, I, I'm with Amelia's Jewel. Uh, the, the the one knockout that I think could be is a horse called Attrition, race 10, number 7. So what I've done is I've had $8 to win on Amelia's Jewel and $2 on Attrition. The and, win. and the other one to consider too is Pride of Jenny number ten because she was the one that set up all that speed in the uh, the stock stakes with um, Amelia's Jewel, so uh, it could get out and run a, a run along out in front again today. 
And the other group one, of course, there today is the Might and Power. So we'll just try and find... Oh, I think it's race... Uh, seven? It's yeah, race seven. It now... You know who I'm on today. It's been oh. really good for it. It should be the pin-up well, poster. Well, if, if the listeners don't know who you're on, well, um, you know, we, we, it's just terrible form by them. But, yeah, obviously it's uh, Alligator Blood. I'm there. on the Blood War. Yeah. It's Alligator Blood. And how good has it been to us since I've been uh, back on this show taking over from Michael Van Dorser? <laughs> it's been absolutely sensational for us, uh, Alligator Blood. And, look, I'm not worried about the trip. I reckon Gay Waterhouse has set it to get the trip now. And uh, they're setting it for a Cox Plate path. Go to the blood. Go to the front. Bring it home. Yep, and I think it's going to be really hard to beat. Just Finds obviously uh, comes back in trip after winning uh, the Metropolitan. I'm not sure what their plans are with him. I, uh, her, I should say. Or him, I should say. Um, whether they're going to go to the Caulfield Cup or, or what. But uh, uh, he's certainly been a bit specked. And Jewess, uh, yeah, I, you can have Jewess. I don't, I don't like it. I don't think she can win the race. I'm be sticking with Alligator Blood. I think he just gets to the lead and he's just going to uh, keep on improving. Now, you may laugh at me. I'm going to have $8 to win on Alligator Blood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have $1 the win on a horse called Alquaneur. Yep. Number four. And Valen declares an old favourite of mine. Won the Melbourne Cup in 2019 with it. I've got to throw a dollar on it. Yeah, he's got to be He's got to be a hope over the, the trip. Uh, he's probably not a wait, wait for age horse, but... Uh, uh, you know you know what, you're going to get a, a decent effort from him all the way around. Let's go up to Randwick. Now, I, I don't know if I said Caulfield was a good fall, but it is, and so is Randwick. And, of course, they're all talking about today. The uh, Everest. The Everest. And I don't know if you watched the barrier uh, <laughs> draw on the thing on Tuesday night. And, of course, they trotted out the song uh, Sweet Caroline, and no doubt they'll be singing it today at the track which I can't stand because that's an English soccer thing. And they that they, they were sort of carrying on as if that they started that all uh, mm. with the crowd and everything. Well, you didn't because it was in the EPL. But anyway, look, this edition of the Everest is a cracking edition, I must say. Very even. Um, it's. I mean, there's probably a, the, the couple of the absolute guns that we all know and remember um, that aren't there anymore, but it's still a very competitive race. Um, but I, I'm a bit surprised at the price about I was showing. I think I think he's well. They're it. saying they're saying I, I think so too, and I'm happy to take it. Now what they're saying is with Barrier One, it might not get the split, might not might the gap might close on. I wish I win, but if there's any sort of gap, it's good enough to take it, and it will barnstorm yeah. through. Yeah, I, I just think he's. I think he's a, a bet to nothing. I think he's going to get a, a, a decent trip, even though he's drawn the inside. Uh, they will. There'll be pace on. They're going to go hard. They're not going to walk. Uh, I think he's the one to beat. What I've done is I've done. I wish I win for five dollars at around the four sixty. Bronos Notches race seven number six two dollars fifty to win, and I can't let Cylinder go around. At I've got two dollars and fifty to win on it as well. So I'm on the numbers for the Everest. Uh, one, twelve, and six. Yeah, race I, seven. Minus notches is one that I I don't mind. Uh, he's probably a, an each way bet to nothing. He's about eighteen dollars, so he's got to be some sort of place chance. But uh, I'd be keen on. I wish I win for mine. Now the King Charles the Third. Now I didn't even realise this till during the week, and I heard it on uh, during one of the racing shows during the week that this is the first race that King Charles has actually had his. 
uh, name after since he's been king. So Sydney got one up on, or Ramwick and the, you know, the New South Wales Racing Ball got one up on the, the rest of the Commonwealth there with uh, naming it the King Charles III. And, and look, I'm primarily on Mr. Brightside, who they're all talking about it being the best 1,600-metre horse uh, probably of all time even. Yeah, he's certainly in recent times. I'm not sure about all time, but he. But I suppose when you look at his record, it's suggested yeah, he's pretty. Couple of Doncasters. Yeah, so he's he's certainly done nothing wrong to say that. So this is the old George Main. It's the George Main Stakes has been rebranded as the King Charles III. Two dollars, Mister Brightside. Oh, he's just a he's just an anchor in any multis you want to take across the afternoon. I just honestly can't work out how he could. Uh, uh, at his absolute peak, how he could uh, not not be the the one to beat here. Um, he's just ticked so many boxes. He's going to get a decent trip from Barrier Eight, um, and I think he's just too good for them. So another one that I really like. So if you're going to take a multi, you might be taking Mr. Brightside, and I, and I wish I win. And uh, we've just gone over the news. I've we just have. realised, Dan, by two minutes. Oh, but anyway, what, what, a, what, a sh- what a shame. We'll leave it there, but I'll, I'm just suggesting race nine, number two, Mr. Brightside. Yep. I can't let Zaki no, go around without me on it. I've got to have $2 on Zaki at the $9 as well. No, can't. So I, race can't. nine, number three. I've just got to have it as the saver. Can't disagree with that. Okay, Dan, that's where we'll leave it. No worries, mate. Have a good weekend. No worries. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.